0: Reverent, entertaining, cool, you're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. You're listening to The Power of Love Radio Show, only on L.A. Talk Radio.
1: Welcome to The Power of Love Radio Show, sponsored by the D.D. Jackson Foundation, where we shine a light on loss and grief and how it impacts our lives. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community. So that, hard, that word is hard to say, by the way. Community. So no one feels alone in their grief. <laughs> Stop laughing. Too. We believe that through the power of love, that nothing is impossible with love on your side. I am TJ Jackson. And with me, I have Terrell Jackson. Hello, everyone. And the other guy. <laughs> yeah, you're the other guy today. You're not the oldest brother. Uh, is uh, Mr. Taj Jackson? Hello. So we
2: I have to say great show last oh, week. I missed it, but I, I oh I yeah. wasn't here. Oh
1: yeah, you're on the phone with Yashi and Prince. That was a good show. That was a, I wasn't here. I was listening. I didn't even know you were listening, and then I got yeah. a phone call. I'm always watching you. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> you're always making sure. That no, was a really good show. Um, and I saw Yashi
2: um, at Genevieve's party. Yeah. And we spoke a little bit about
1: the show. She, but she had, was good. Yeah, she was excellent. She was scared she was talking too much, but I, th- I think she did well. Yeah, she did. Um, okay, so uh, let's do our disclaimer. We are not licensed therapists. We are just ordinary people who have experienced loss in our lives and have been impacted by it and have learned from it. And we want to share our opinions in an attempt to help you overcome what you are going through we are all going through things saying that if you need professional help we urge you to seek it and find it don't just rely on us mm. okay so we are we are live obviously as in right now if you're hearing us this is what's going on and you just heard it. maybe you did not but there's laughter in the halls um, that's not <laughs> us laughing um, but we are here live on the Power of Love radio show and if you're listening to us right now thank you for thank joining you. us Later in the show, we'll, we're going to open up yeah. the phone lines, right?
3: Yeah. Where are we doing this uh, this radio show from? Because I don't think people know. They might think we're doing it from home or something.
1: Okay. First of all, you've been in the music industry for 30-something years. Yeah. What are you yeah. doing? What Do you, you know doing? what I'm about to say to yeah. him? Yeah. <laughs> oh, get closer to the mic? Yeah. Why are you three feet <laughs> from the microphone? Can you answer that? Hello. <laughs> people want to hear Turn my you, my mic talk. up then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Why, why do you ask where we're doing it? Because I think people want a picture of, like, you know. I, in their
3: mental? Yeah, yeah. I could, you know, there's people walking down the halls laughing. I would want to know
1: where you are. You would want to know the city I'm in? Does no, that mean? do like, they
3: don't, I don't know if people oh, they they know, think, know that we're actually in a building. Gotcha. That, okay, so you're worried that they yeah. think you
1: were in your closet or something. Yeah, <laughs> like on my, yeah, Okay. Like my place. So we're at um, <laughs> LA Talk Radio, but then, all right, we're at LA Talk Radio, which is a building. Yes. And we're on us um, the fourth floor. <laughs> I don't know why you got me describing <laughs> no, exactly. Got me exactly where we're at. We don't want a drone. <laughs> but, <laughs> <completely come. laughs> but no, it's it's a radio station. Yeah, it's, a radio, it's station. a radio station. So we're and in one fun. of the rooms. Yeah. Um, but it's we're enjoying ourselves. You look like you want to say something. Yeah, I do.
2: Go ahead. Um, you mentioned we're going going to open up the phone yeah. li- phone lines. <clears throat> um, as always, we have Twitter available. Yeah. So we want you to tweet. Um, any questions or any comments you have? Our handle is Taj. No, you say it. No, it's, it's Taj's thing.
3: <laughs> yeah. Is, um, for Twitter, it's at DDJFoundation. Want me to do Facebook too? Sure, Facebook Taj. is D-E-E-D-E-E Jackson Foundation. Instagram is DEE, DEE Jackson Foundation. And the website is www.ddjf.org.
1: Okay, and um, the one thing I think that we don't talk enough about or we don't plug enough is there's an organization, a nonprofit organization called the Association for Death Education and Counseling. Um, It's an international professional organization dedicated to promoting excellence and recognizing diversity in death education, care of the dying, grief, counseling, and a lot more. Mm Um, if you feel that you need some information on, on you know, the process of death and, and counseling through it, um, check them out. That's www.adec.org. Um, I, I think one thing for anyone who knows us, we're, the reason why we're doing this show, um, the, the foundation is built on helping people. That's our priority. That's our goal is to help people. Um, there's many ways to help and and one one thing one of our mission statements as a foundation is is to to try to get the dialogue going for for grief and loss and overcoming and turning that um into something positive for you and I think my brothers would agree that the the best way to do that is to communicate and to to kind of open the conversation that 's with everything actually. So that's what we're doing, and we're not going to just plug D.D. Jackson Foundation. Any organization that we think can benefit you if you're going through loss and grief, we are going to mention. We are here every Wednesday from 1 to 2, and we're going to give the call-in number because, like I said, um, we're going to take phone calls today. We promised to do it last week, but Yashi um, was on a roll, and I think it was such a strong show um, we only took one phone call. Oh, special phone call. <laughs> and that was with a pre-warning from Terrell. Um, but if you if you have a story, we're, we're going to ask you to still stay on topic. It's very important. Please don't ask um, what Terrell's favorite color is. <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's just stay on topic. The phone number is 323 203 Again, it's 323 203 and a couple of weeks ago, we did a show on the word forgiveness, forgive and the importance of mm-hmm. forgiveness. So I thought, what's another word that's important in overcoming loss and dealing with grief? And should I just say the word or, you know what, instead of giving a quote and you guys guessing the word, I'm going to give a definition.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Okay. It's a noun. Um, it can also be a verb, but in this case, it's a noun. And the definition definition is a feeling of expectation and desire for a certain thing to happen. Do you guys know what the word? A feeling is? of trust. You're adding that? Yeah, I am. Yeah. Okay. A feeling of expectation is a desire for cer- a certain thing to happen. The
2: ex- it's, you read number one. I'm reading number two. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Oh, you, you did the same type of research. Right. TJ, come on. I have eyes on you. Guys. <laughs> and you too. You need to get your <coughs> mic closer to you as well. No, I'm well. good. I'm good. Um, Yeah. It could also be a verb it says. Yeah. I mentioned that. So, do you... Does anyone know what that is? I know what it is. Obviously. I know you know. Taj? Yeah. You know what it is. Yes, I do. Okay. So, instead of taking callers or guests, whatever, to decide, the word is uh, is hope. And um, hope is such an important word. I think it sometimes... I don't want to say misused, but um, it can be give kind of like a, a vague meaning of what I think is the most important definition of hope. And I think hope is is key when you're dealing with loss. Mm-hmm. Um, wow, well, there's some people that guessed hope before. Before I even said it? Yeah, before you even said it. We have some smart listeners. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to give a quote where this was a, a great quote. And tell me what you guys think about this. Hope never abandons you, you abandon it, by George Weinberg. I like that. So mm-hmm. I, I think what I liked about that quote was it basically says hope is there. You you have to stay strong and kind of believe it's there and, and find it and not let it go. Because whenever I deal with loss, I, I think sometimes, I should say whenever someone deals with loss, I think sometimes the first thing, i shouldn 't say the first thing, but one thing that gets tested is is your hope um, your belief that everything 's going to be okay that you 're going to get through it, and that is key that you do not abandon that hope that mm-hmm. that feeling um, any significant loss i 've had in my life it's it 's been hope that 's pulled me through and and it 's not just hope i think I think it 's important to say hope can come from from other people, it can come from a book, it can come from a song. It can come from a quote. It can come from many different things, any type of inspiration, I think. And I just think it's very important that we locate that that catalyst for hope. Um, <clears throat> Excuse me. You need water. No, I'm okay. Um, I wasn't getting
2: it anyway. I'm uh, telling uh, <laughs> no, you,
3: we usually have water. Are you yeah, slipping? We do. <laughs> <laughs> me slipping. <laughs> what, we don't have a guest, so you don't get water? <laughs>
2: um, what I was going to say about hope is it can definitely be tested um, during difficult times um, how, you, how you think How you feel Your, your goals Your desires um, It's important to have a, a strong family A strong um, Friends around you Because um, it, it does get tested And it, it goes I think through transformations When people go through hard times um, That's obviously where You feel tested you know, a big change in your life, um, death, sickness, illness, um, career change, um, anything like that—you you get tested with your hope, and you have to have the support system there for
3: you. Yeah, I have a story. You have a story? Yeah, let's hear it. Uh, real life experience. Since yeah, I'll I'll be the first to, to lead it off, and then if we have some listeners that have stories as well, do we know this story? Um, I don't know if you do. Uh My timing, like years, you know, they all seem like they flow together. So, my if I say two years, it might be five. <laughs> just, okay. just give me an idea. When was a lot? When were we in Italy?
1: Three years ago. No way. Why am I looking? It had at to you? be more than yeah. that. <laughs> well, it wasn't more. was
3: more than that. Was it? Yeah. Anyway,
2: hmm. maybe not.
3: Um. I was going through a rough patch uh, before Italy, before we went to Italy and did our shows in Italy. And um, I was looking for anything to kind of connect with. Uh, I had, I just felt like there was no place for, I don't even want to say 3T. It's just I was listening to the radio and nothing was connecting with me. Mm -hmm. Nothing. I was like, is this the industry that I want to be in? Because it's like nothing I connect with on, they're not saying anything important. And um, going to Italy and doing those those shows with, uh, I think the organization is called Sharing Love, mm-hmm. you know, the two mm-hmm. girls um, from Romania. And um, that was an eye-opening experience for me. And I'm saying that because I had lost hope in um, not only my career, but just kind of like I was in a, in a bad place mm-hmm. in, and um, I saw them and they were... Raising money to build a, a school in Africa, mm-hmm. and it actually it re-energized me. I said, I have a voice. What was it about it? The the fact that you had a voice. The fact the, the, that they were so young. They were thirteen and I think thirteen, twelve or thirteen, fourteen at the time, and they had a lot of energy. They had to a do lot this. of energy, and and I, they it was their slideshow. They were showing a slideshow before they they sang. And it was them in Africa, you know, with the kids and all that stuff. And I was like, look at me complaining mm-hmm. in a, you know, typical American complaining. <laughs> and, and it's like, you know, I have a foundation, uh, not foundation, but I have a, a fan base. I have ways of getting out there and getting my message across. And I'm complaining about not being heard and I said, you know, it gave me a purpose, and the purpose was to use music for good, you know, and that was the thing, and it really changed my life around, and those two girls really influenced me in that way, and that was, you don't know who's going to influence you, but that Italy, I mean, we we all have different experiences of Italy, Mm -hmm. you know, not all good, but that for me was the, that was like the spark to say, no, this is what I want to do, this is what I'm supposed to be doing, you know, and it kind of reminded me of what uncle michael used to say about you know give back and you know and mm-hmm. use what you your gift for good and so it 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 completely changed my my viewpoint and you know i'm so grateful to them still today you know two girls mm. from romania
1: i think i think that's cool thanks for sharing because i i think when it when you're in that down moment that that lost spirit i think maybe if we can try i've never Thought of it like this, but maybe if you could try to find a way to help others, it kind of gives you a sense of, a, I don't want to say just purpose, but it kind of revitalizes yourself and gives yourself a good sense of value. Um, I think that's kind of in short what you were saying. I didn't need to take three minutes to do it, but hey, hey I, but you needed the story. I like it, yeah, Taj. I had to build the foundation. Taj, I appreciate Excuse your story. You? I'm I needed, a visual person. I needed person. three minutes. <laughs> but,
3: no, but it was. I, I think that was the important thing about it. You know, about the story in general is just that. You know, you don't know where that's going to come from. That hope, you know, mm-hmm. and, and you, it, you don't know who it's going to come from. And you know that was the thing. They 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 were fans of us. That's why they you know wanted us to be part of their show. But in, in a sense.
1: You know, I got more out of it than they did. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good job. One more quote before we open up phone lines. Again, we're opening up phone lines today. The phone number if you want to tell a story on hope, on how hope helped you, on what sh- what you're dealing with, where you're needing hope. Um, if you're trouble have if you're having trouble finding hope, give us a call. The number's three two three two zero three zero eight one five. Again, three two three two zero three zero eight one five uh here's another quote when you get into a tight place and everything goes against you till it seems as though you could not hang on a minute longer never give up for that is just the place in time that the tide will turn that is by harriet beecher stowe Mm -hmm. and um i think that's that sums up hope and, and what's needed, because life is going to deal you a card, you may be going through it now and it maybe next week, maybe next year, it may be five years, but you're going to get a card that's going to test you, and you have to stay strong and um, and rise above it
2: yeah. yeah you definitely I think everybody that lives this life um, gets gets to a place where they they kind of lose themselves mm-hmm. um And once again, you need you need that that support system. You need something Mm -hmm. because you lose yourself and you get lost, and you get lost, and you start doubting. You start Mm -hmm. questioning yourself. You you don't know where you're headed. You don't know where you're going. You don't know where you've been. Um, And you need you need something that spark that that kind of lines it all back for you, Mm -hmm. Um, so you can start making the right choices and decisions. But it's not easy. It's not always easy. Um, But we all need that. And it's important as people to be there for others. Um, Because sometimes you need to be that person. You know, just like with Taj. Um, Those girls were were the spark for Taj to find himself um, getting back
1: on that right track. So, Taj, you just uh, revealed something about yourself. And I'll I'll give... I was thinking while Terrell was talking, what was a moment of hope or where where hope was needed for myself, and it, and it brought me to this. After Mom passed, um, obviously I felt lost a lot of hope. I didn't care about a lot of things, um, and I I tried to kind of rebound, and I did okay. I didn't do any, I didn't fall off, you know, too much. And again, I think that's because of family. Um, Mm -hmm. Everyone's role from pops to grandma to Uncle Michael to you guys. Um, But something was still not complete for me. And although I'm not going to (laughs) recommend what I did, for me it was the right thing. And that was uh, when I had Royal. Mm -hmm. That was my source of hope. (laughs) Why are you laughing during my touching important (laughs) story?
2: Because I remember asking you how Royal was earlier today.
1: Uh, how he was doing yeah he's growing yeah. up man it's scary yeah. but Royal um, I remember that because I was I think any new parent is going to be excited to be a parent um, but for Royal is it, I felt like it was kind of one of those things where he helped me you know more than yeah. I can help him mm-hmm. and it gave my life purpose and I think <clears throat> I think I've talked to many new fathers and, and mothers and I think any new parent when they have their first child it's like I always say it's like going from black and white to seeing in color. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it was like turning the TV off to going to turning the TV color TV on. And uh, for me, it was it was Royal that gave me that purpose. And I don't even think it's funny because I don't even think he really gets that or understands or could comprehend it. He hasn't had to deal with a major loss yet. Um, but I just thought I'd share what my probably biggest source of, of hope was.
2: Yeah i mean children are amazing yeah i think it's just that love that they give back mm-hmm. um because unconditional yeah. you know and i often myself when i go through hard times i often lay next to bryce and adrian and um they they don't really understand and know what's going on all the time um they always just want to play or just have fun and they remind me all the time the importance and the simple things in life, you know. Um, and, and they're children in general. They're just filled with love. And sometimes that's all you need to get, get you through that difficult
1: time. True. As a father, is there ever, okay, obviously all kids have struggles and, and, and they're learning how to navigate through life when um take yourself back to a, a situation where one of your boys is down or whether they lost the game or you know something as simple as that what do you tell them or, or how do you handle that oh when they like well, well a game and like anything. they lose oh, game they Either or a way. Strikeout or something yeah
2: um it depends on the situation you know they're still very young they're five and eight um adrian adrian's actually good right now he's there's no score. Well, at this age, they don't really keep score, so there's no winning or losing. But mm-hmm. they, the kids, kind of know if they win or lose. Mm-hmm. Um, Bryce's Bryce's. He reminds me so much of Taj. He, <laughs> well, he's blessed. No, no, <laughs> no. He he has that thing where he's hard on himself. Uh-huh. Where if he strikes out, he'll have an attitude. He'll throw his helmet so much of Taj, the way he looks, the way he plays, interacts and um he's
1: he he does take things hard, he's competitive cuz baseball's a tough sport. It is. And you can it strike is. out two times and yes, need you to k- maintain your hope to to mm-hmm. get that game-winning hit at the end. So what are you doing what are you doing as a father to try to keep that going?
2: You know, it's it's not always easy to coach your child cuz I'm the head coach. Mm-hmm. So I've heard and I've talked to other coaches. It's not always easy to coach your child because they always look at you at dad. Um they think maybe you're being extra hard on them and I try as hard as I can to be fair to everyone, but of course he's my son and I I want him to do his best always. I don't have high expectations. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, there's there's been times where he hasn't succeeded the way he has wanted to maybe in that at bat, you know, right, right. and I have to remind them it's just you have to let it go and you, the next one you, you gotta you know try better try harder you know it doesn't always turn out the way you want it to you know and i i've i've had stories i don't like sharing them all the time because i failed in baseball you know i've i've had the home run hit off of me that cost us uh the 12 year old all-stars <clears throat> sorry ryan and, and justin and everyone but <laughs> but you know it happens and it, it builds it builds you up so for uh, those moments to get
1: by next time so as a kid um without talking about you know losing a parent or mm-hmm. dealing with a divorce or something major what was it that um got you past something as simple as giving up a huge home run in in the at that time the biggest game of your life yeah it's it, is it, was it friends hard. that got you past it? You was
2: know, it's, it- so, it's interesting because when you're young, looking back now, there were so many things that happened to me where I thought it was the end of the world. Mm-hmm. You know, whether it was breaking up with a, a girlfriend mm-hmm. in 11th grade or, you know, losing a baseball game. Those are hard moments then, but you look back and you laugh at them.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so, but they also define who you are now a little bit. What gave you hope to not... Or or did you just sulk in it for a long period of time? Was there someone that said something to you that said it's going to be yeah, okay? of course. Or, was um, there any? Well, there's 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 always that. Keep your head up. You did yeah. well. Next, get them next
2: year. You're great, Tiger. All that stuff, <laughs> you know. And you don't want to hear that at the time. Yeah. Um. But I I remember I remember the twelve year olds. I remember them crying. I was eleven, and they were twelve. But our pitchers the 12-year-old pitchers they didn't want to pitch or their arms were hurt or something else so I had to come in um but I was 11 so I have, I still had a, an extra year um but they took it hard and I felt really bad for that you know yeah I didn't I know, know that. that I didn't know that and I have it on video too which is awful <laughs> <laughs> was it a deep home run it was I think it was a first and third I think it was a three-run home run jeez yeah but you know what? I wasn't calling the pitches. Yeah. So you blame it? I don't blame it. Maybe didn't, you didn't it have the coach. a catcher. So I,
3: I
1: wasn't calling the pitches back then. So it's questionable. Um, without getting too specific, if you have a friend that just lost a parent or a family member mm-hmm. that two lost, who, who just lost a, a, a parent or loved one, what do you guys tell them?
3: Uh, I just had a Friend that lost her husband, and um, I think it's more of just being there for them. Um, you know, and what does how, that mean? What is being there? It means physically being there for them, like not just you know. Say, of course, you can say the things like you know I'm always here for you and all that stuff, but I think you actually have to make that effort because the hardest times that I remember is when everyone leaves. You know, after the funeral or whatever. You know, everyone's there for the funeral mm-hmm. and support and whatever, but. What about a week later? What about two weeks later? And, you know, I'm not going to divulge the name, but, mm-hmm. you know, her mom gave me a big hug and said, you know, don't let my daughter be alone, you know. And because she knew we had a lot of friends in the, you know. Cause so it,
1: uh, let me just understand this. Your friend lost their father? Lost her husband. husband. Got you. Got and, you.
3: She w- and, and the thing was, is I saw a lot of myself in that because she was being strong for the family. She was like the rock. You know trying to be she has four other kids so you know and four little kids and mm-hmm. she was trying to be strong you know and i saw that but you know for me it's about connecting and and being there you know when everyone else is not or everyone else is going on their merry way mm-hmm. and they don't even notice that they're doing that but just being there for her and you know and um yeah i i told her i promised i promised her that i would and i i will be because you know she's a dear friend of mine and. You know, just being there is, is one of the most important things. Just showing there. up, literally,
1: yeah. is the most important thing. So so we'll, let's try to get three good steps for hope. So just being there is, would be one, right? Would you agree with that? For hope? Yeah. Because I, we all agree that hope is an important component to rebuilding and, and letting someone or getting someone over the... the dealing with loss and grief. So, so
3: I would say support more than Cause the thing is, it's very hard to have hope when you're, when, when it's by yourself, you know, you're your worst enemy sometimes. And, and that's the thing. It wasn't until I was around other people and they were giving me inspiration that I got my hope. You know, mm-hmm. that was the thing. If I was still at home or whatever, I probably would have felt the same way. It was just going out there and seeing other people and feeling their energy. That made me feel hopeful. You know, and I think that's the same thing with my friend. Is that if she's alone, she's probably going to be very sad. But if she's around other people that are building her up or, you know, making her feel good, then that's going to, you know, give her so
1: support. Support. I just like being there because that means two different things. Yeah, support could be a phone call. Yeah, or a text. Being there means being there. Yeah, and there's a difference to me. Yeah. So I, I think being there is because what you described in your story was. The that, the physical act of people yeah okay leaving. okay I'll give you, you that they could call say I'm gonna call you in a bit yeah um, no I
2: think when you go through a change like that when you lose somebody you you lose yourself as well you don't know how to feel you don't know how to think your whole world's just changed it's altered and I think important thing is is being there like you said Mm -hmm. and support you know it goes hand in hand um because like i said you you, your world is altered it's changed and you're not stable Mm -hmm. your mind is thinking things i can't do this i can do that you go up and down and you need some kind of consistency you need some kind of support some kind of friend or family somebody being by your side to to get you through that
1: Mm -hmm. you know what about um, moving on? How, what's the best way you encourage someone to move on? When you say move on, what do you, you mean move on like, not not like forget about? Yeah, it, yeah. But like, I, I knew that's not what you meant. Yeah. But you have to,
3: yeah. Um, I always just say keep, you know, it's it's memories. It's just mm-hmm. keep those memories alive and and do things in honor of them. You know, is what I've told a couple of friends that have lost you know, loved ones recently is, you know, do, do something that, you know, would make them proud and also keep their memories or legacy alive. Like, you know, mm-hmm. do what you would, cause now we're in the holidays. It's like, what would you do at that point with, um, with them in the holidays? You know, keep that going in mm-hmm. a way. Don't, you know, don't, don't sulk in it. And it's easier said than done. But I know with mom, like every, every new year's was so important to her you know mm-hmm. and it was it was interesting to me like it was it was weird because it was more important to her at times than christmas was you know and i didn't know that but um but she made such a big deal about new years and then there was this one new years that that um i was with some buckley friends and i wasn't going to make the countdown and um i could see the disappointment <laughs> in her face and it was literally down the street, you know, you know, where we used to live, the, uh-huh. the Delgado area. And it was at the, um, near our PO box that, that, <laughs> that whole, um, that, is it the Hilt? Yeah, yeah, the the Radisson. Thing. Radisson now, right? Or whatever. Yeah. It was, it was there. It was yeah, now, it's not Radisson now, It's, you know, the, whatever. But it was there. That's, and it was like a bunch of Buckley people were doing, you know, and, you know, she trusted me and everything to go out, you know, and celebrate it with them. And something told me, I was like, you know, this is more important to my mom. And I actually drove back before, you know, and made the countdown, like literally as you guys were, you guys don't remember this, but as you guys were counting it down and mom was so happy and I'll never forget. That was a great memory to me, but it just reminded me like that was so important to her, I guess, starting the New Year. And it's a tradition that I like for me, I feel like New Year's is is a big thing for me because Mm -hmm. of that reason. No, oh. it's not to you guys. That no, is no me, as we, it is we, you too. know, but it, but it is. It's like that hope of starting anew. And so, you know, that's where I got it from.
2: Joe, mm. did, did you? No, I, I, I did not know that. Yeah, I didn't know that, I did that story.
1: I didn't know either. that. Yeah. It, it, so, so you think maybe component number two should be have great memories and, and make them proud kind of thing? Keep the memories alive. Keep the memories
3: yeah. alive. Yeah, and, and whether that's making them proud in terms of You know, a lot of the things I've said is um, what, what you know, what, what did they want you to do, or what makes, what would make them happy, Mm -hmm. and then just keep doing that. You know, in in a way, because that's the hard thing is you you losing that hope, and you you start thinking that the world's ending, and that's the thing. And I think keeping the memory or legacy alive, it gives you kind of comfort in a way.
1: Mm. There's a quote I want to read. Um, Right. From someone online on Twitter. I'm doing your job because you obviously I'm doing it, it too, but I'm talking. <laughs> <laughs> I'm in the guest seat right now. <laughs> um, it's from Toria. Am I saying that right? Toria? Are you looking at me? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and it's... um I, You know what? Let's retweet it now. But it says, No matter how bad things get, something good is out there just over the horizon. And I, I think that's really um, a strong quote because... You have to have that faith. You have to have that belief um, that everything's going to be okay and everything's going to get better. And I challenge, challenge is the wrong, probably the wrong word, but I, I hope you who are listening are inspired to be that, that source for, for someone who's going through something. And going back to what Taj said, um, by giving, you, you often find happiness and self-fulfillment in yourself. So be that be that source of hope, that source of inspiration, and, and that support, and and inspire someone to to do well and overcome. Mm. That's a good point.
3: It is because you do get a lot of joy from from giving as well.
1: Mm-hmm. Another hope quote. I know I said you this. Got, you got some quotes today too. I, I do, man. I love quotes. I told you a couple of weeks ago. Quotes are my thing. You okay. follow the quotes though. Um. No. I mean, just, <laughs> I should say no, but that, not, as not as much as I wish I could. Good, yeah. And I, I haven't had thing. time to read because there's so many great books on this these topics that I want to read. or At least they look like there are that I have not been able to read. So it's like quotes is the best thing I can get to it. Do you? Do you have a favorite quote? Do I have a favorite quote? Yeah. Um. Yeah, but I don't know if it really pertains to, to okay, this topic. But you do have one, and you do remember it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. It's very simple, though. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so so the other quote that I thought was, was great um, is by Lin Yutang. Not Pootie Tang. <laughs> but, <laughs> but Lin Yutang. Uh, <laughs> Hope is like a road in the country. There was never a road, but when many people walk on it, the road comes into existence. Taj, I thought I would get a better response from you. Did I you like hear that. my quote? No. I was, in, I was doing my job. Yeah, I know you looking were. Looking at tweets. Hope is like a road in the country. There was never a road, but when many people walk on it, the road comes into existence.
3: Oh, I do like that. Yeah. Why do you why like do you, Why do you think I would like that?
1: Because you like those that are pretty short, that are, <laughs> wait, wait, that are have that have a meaning, yes, that kind definitely. of have a double meaning, Yes. and that, that are profound.
2: Plus, Taj doesn't like
3: taking... Taj likes his own road. <laughs> I do... Uh, you know, it's it's not that I like my own road. I like to if people oh, i don't know how to say this i don't like following other people's road but at the same time when it comes to support and hope i do like the more the merrier like i would want you know that's when i like groups mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that that is when i like groups i don't like groups when it's the just follow the leader you know just follow whatever what's in and all that stuff but when it comes to love and hope and support that then i then i think groups are What keeps it, you know, powerful and strong?
1: Mm. Terrell, give us a story on hope. On hope? Yeah, from your life.
0: Um,
2: I I had a story, but it's similar to yours, so I'm not going to use that one. Um, I just, I could, I could use us. Yeah. Okay. I can use us, so that way we could all speak about it. Um.
3: I I, I always
1: feel like he gets out of his personal. That's great. this is personal. This (laughs) is me. My my group, Yeah, but I always feel their own path. I feel like he always gets out of a a personal tale story. That's not true. I mean, you did tell the baseball.
2: Yeah, we told baseball. We did, but um, we could talk about us with the music. Okay, you know because we've had goals and dreams and and um, we've had success with it, and then there's been challenging times with us and. Um, it's it's maintaining that hope. There's been times where where at least one of us has doubted, mm-hmm. you know, the road of where we're going. And especially with this industry, it is difficult. There's been things out of our control, but it goes back to having that support system, having hope, um, and staying course and just get, it, get back on your feet and keep moving. Um, and then when Taj was talking about um, the loss... One thing I noticed, and, and and it happened last time when I went to uh, mom's site, um, I just very clearly, I remember feeling a certain way, but you look outside. Like even now, you look outside, there's cars driving, there's people talking, walking, and life goes on. Mm-hmm. And for me, there's just something in that for me that... that that movement it just it feels it, i don't even know how to describe that feeling it's you're so lost you're so lost you're so um you just lost or you're you're going back reflecting on for me it was mom mm-hmm. you know i was just thinking about mom and i was in a place of loss and i was so sad yet you look around you there's people playing soccer there's people laughing there's the life still goes on and it's so i can't i don't know the word for it but it's just um
1: it's it's so the the contrast is so strange to me you know so i don't um, know what i'm trying to say no we got you um it's we don't even have much longer on today's podcast today's show so yeah but I, i i promised phone calls so we answered our first phone call who do we have on the phone
4: Oh my gosh, I wanted to make sure I called in since no one else was calling in, but it's Gigi Taylor. I hope I'm not bothering again. You are not bothering.
1: bothering. Come on. How are you, Gigi? Oh
4: my goodness. How are you? Well, uh, I'm I'm doing okay. Thank you. So I'll say about this hope thing. So I lost my health in 2007. Um, I have numerous uh, medical conditions and diseases. And I just had my 17th major surgery September 30th, this past September 30th. And I was in hospital five days. So I'm at home, uh, still in post-op status. And um, I guess I lost my hope Mm. in life and all of those things. But then I kind of have hope in my doctors and their promises, I believe that There is hope in people's promises. You know, Mm. I promise I'm not going to give up on you. I promise that we're going to find a cure. I promise that we're here for you. We love you and we really do care. Mm. Speaking of my doctors. So my hope was lost, but then found again with my doctor's promises to help me. And so... I hope that's kind of relevant. Yeah, no, it's very relevant. Topic. Very
1: relevant. And, you know, I, I appreciate you, Gigi, first of all, for calling, but to share about doctors because, um, you know, sometimes I think they don't get enough credit. Uh, and, mm-hmm. Gigi, you have a personal experience where a doctor has helped you because it's like everything. I don't think, well, not everything, but I think most things, I don't think people can really, people need that support, that strength, that, that belief to accomplish things. Um, here's my question to you Gigi I don't know or to Taj and Terrell to anyone what about those incidents instances when doctors give a a pretty negative outlook on things and you have to find that hope or Mm -hmm. you know um, has that has that happened to you at all Gigi or has your doctors always been a very positive source for you
4: Okay, so that's, that's a good question to me because, again, this is my 17th surgical procedure since 2007.
0: Mm-hmm.
4: So without getting into too much detail, but I just have a disease, one of the medical conditions I have or disease is that I have tumors that grow. The last three of them have been the size of a football inside of my wow. abdomen that compress wow. all of my organs. Oh, wow. Now, we don't want those to be cancerous and they have been benign so for me because I'm a Christian I give all thanks and glory to God through Jesus because I don't want cancer Mm -hmm. but I have had doctors say there's nothing we can do for you we can't even surgically remove these anymore Uh, this is not not literally this type of language but in the big word language and the just basically saying how do you? How do you? There's nothing strong? we can do. There's nothing we can do for you. You're 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 going to end up maybe dying. Yeah. And so with that, taking that and answering your question is for me. Oh boy, I have just I had to ignore it,
0: mm-hmm.
4: and just I have gotten a second opinion, and now I'm with a wonderful oncologist to help me. Yeah. And that's who's given me hope. Did mm-hmm. that answer it? I'm sorry, yeah, yeah. I'm kind yeah. of rambling a little bit. I-
1: First of all, thank you, Gigi, for the phone call. Um, We're going to try to answer a couple more, but I have a question real quick. Yeah, I think also, um,
3: you know, what it's important to see that there's people that probably were in your situation that did overcome it. You know, I think there's Mm -hmm. always those stories. It's like you want to focus on the people that didn't make it or whatever. But, you know, there's those people that that didn't give up and that did believe and I think that's you know what you should be focused on because I I,
4: right I do that's what I'm saying as far as my doctors I that certain doctor I had to ignore that and say there are people Mm -hmm. that have overcome and so that's what I'm saying and so I just had to find another doctor that would have
1: yeah help me
4: and you know what I'm saying and have Gigi that give up on me that's not easy to do
1: because you know and thanks Gigi Thank you. Mm -hmm. That's not easy to do because you're not, if you're not a doctor, you're kind Mm -hmm. of giving them the power in a sense to, to you're you're trusting them to, to know more about the situation than yourself. So sometimes you got to find a a different source of hope. And were you going to say something?
3: No, I, I I have a weird philosophy. I'll say it real quick, but I, I feel like the body is designed to heal itself. And, you know, sometimes it's our mind, you know, or hearing stuff from other people that, Gets in the way that, that gets in the way of that, and that's why what I would say is just you know never be, never f- stop believing that you you know that it can go away or that can be cured because I've I've heard those stories and I I know people where that those stories have been true.
1: And, and to add to that, I think if you're in a profession or in a position, and it just doesn't need to be doctors, it could be teachers, it could be coaches, it could be parents. You have to respect the power of your word and your body language and what you give to others um, because some people hang, you know, hang on to what you're giving them and if you're not careful you're going to give them the opposite of hope yeah. so let's take one more phone call um, who do we have on the phone today? hello? Uh, Sequoia how are you Sequoia?
0: fine right.
1: <laughs> you have a, a story oh. of hope you want to share with us?
0: Yes, um, it happened two years ago. I was feeling really down and depressed. I wasn't happy where I was. I was in school and not happy with my classes. And I just wanted to drop out and just stay home and didn't want to be bothered with anybody. But um, I was taking a yoga class and my instructor told us to dedicate our session to someone who inspires us then imagine ourselves doing a, a position that we found difficult for us. And I had dedicated to my grandmother because she was always encouraging. And ever since then, I dedicated everything to her. And like last year she had passed, but, um, at first i wanted to take massage therapy but i thought i couldn't because of my ex but i thought about my grandmother and hearing her encouraging words and now i'm in school for it and i'm happy with it
1: that's incredible um, that's awesome sequoia thank you so much and we Taj, i always feel like you're about to say something no i i just i'm
3: thankful for them sharing their stories i know it's, not, it's easy. not easy it's not easy and you know and that's the thing but it is so ins- inspirational to other people and you know and to us so you know it takes a lot of courage and and it, it is it's very you know i'm just so thankful Thank you. That, you know I'm thankful to your grandma for inspiring mm-hmm. you to you know to do that to to make that leap
1: mm-hmm.
2: it, it's it's um in some way I, I guess it's support you know even even though her grandmother has passed it's Feeling that she's still there with you, still there supporting you. Because I, I do that often with mom and even Uncle Michael where I don't want to give up because I feel this is for them, yeah. you know. Um, I'm going to, you know, mom put so much time and work with us and same with Uncle Michael that that I want to keep moving forward. I won't settle, mm-hmm. you know. So um, there's, I, I, I can relate to that story, mm-hmm. you know, um, just having that system there and the memories it goes back to what Todd was saying um, building off of the memories and yeah. going forward with that
1: Sequoia thank you so much for the call thank you thank you
0: thank
1: you Sequoia I I just um, yeah I, I when she was telling the story like you Tara I was thinking about mom and um, you know just that's a that's a strong source of hope mm-hmm. you know and was a strong source of hope is to make her proud and um, and even today, it's it's you know, her and Uncle Michael. for the living person, it's it is pops and and grandma. grandma. You know, I see grandma all the time. So for me, it's it's seeing her. You know, and 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 she's she's a, a a fountain of love, of course, but also a fountain of hope. Yeah. You know, she's no matter what kind of problems you may have or what you're going through, she's very calm, cool, collected, and and just gives off this positivity and this um, optimistic strength, you know? and
3: No, well, you said the word positivity. I think that is key with hope, you know, is that because hope can't exist without positivity. And I hate to to say it, but I think sometimes, you know, people around you can be very negative, you know, and they can kind of, you can sulk in that sorrow, you know, Mm -hmm. with the people around you, and sometimes... Not I'm not saying drop your friends or drop your family, but you might have to separate yourself. Shield. Shield yourself at, for that time being and build yourself up and build your hope up, you know, because they could be your worst enemy at, at a time just because they're sulking in their own thing. And so, you know, that is, you have to recognize that as well.
2: I think it all goes back to love. You know, hope. Um, just hearing that story and just me thinking about mom and 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 Uncle Michael it's just it's about love you know uh, having that support system having that love knowing that somebody was there for you and still is and some you know they're still with us Um, and it just it goes back to the power of love nothing's impossible with love on your side yeah
1: you know Um, I think that's pretty much it you guys we're we're right at the minute Uh, wow yeah it's a a quick show on on hope hope is one of my favorite words too by the way I think I've said that before. Maybe you haven't it. said it. Uh, it is, it. it
3: you know, hope and faith are, are my two favorite words,
1: just because of the meaning of them. Um, and, and to close on the word hope, it's it's something that you have to hold on to. You can't let it abandon. well I, I closed my computer, so I don't. I can't resay my. You want first another quote. quote? No, the Maybe. first quote I gave. Do you guys remember? I have hmm. no idea. Come on, you guys listening. not listening? <laughs> Um, Listen, I just can't remember the first quote. Can you remember? It was, it was hope never abandons you. You abandon hope. So basically, is it right? Yeah. That sounded right, right? Important. So basically, hope is there. You have to find your source of hope. You have to locate it. If someone isn't, is, is negative talking to you or you're not finding that inspiration, don't give up. Just find your inspiration. Find your source of hope because... Hope is is the most important thing that's going to rebuild your life and get you past your suffering, your loss, and your grief. Find your source of hope. It could be a book. It could be a song. I think in most cases it's a person, but find your source of hope. And another thing,
2: um, know that your friends may not be as strong in moments, and it's important for you to be that hope for your friends sometimes and to remind them that they can get back on their feet and um, get back on uh, with life goals and all those other things.
1: If, Charge, you want to do, I didn't really time this well, I'm sorry. So yeah, we're not going to go through the handles, but yeah. we will give the website. You know, we're from the DD Jackson Foundation. Um, the d- website is www.ddjf.org. And if you're just discovering our show and want to learn more about our foundation, please make sure you go to our website. Um, we are here every Wednesday from 1 to 2. And um, if you found our program helpful and can afford to do so, please go to DDJF and support the foundation because any donation amount helps us support those who are in need. Again, in closing, the word of the day was hope. Uh, Never lose it. That's that's the thing. Find it. Find your source of hope. We hope to see you next week. All right. Thanks, guys. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you for listening to The Power of Love. We are here to provide hope, resources, and a community so no one feels alone in their grief. Support for our Power of Love radio show comes from a variety of generous donors, including supporters from institutions, individuals, and corporations through the D.D. Jackson Foundation. DDJF is a nonprofit 501c3 organization.